0: Californication. What do, how do we morph that into mania Toto fornication?
1: Oh Jamie.
0: Well, I don't know, or North Canterbury I fornication. Think
1: you've got the Rhine. Yeah, no. Have I got
0: that wrong? Yes. That's our farmer panel, <laughs> Big Stu Low up in North Canterbury, Stu Duncan, the Mayor of Wedderburn out of the uh, Mania Toto. Now, I was talking lads to a couple of sheep farmer mates of mine this morning, so they shared their wool price. They're, they're strong wool growers down in Southland. The colour's not good, the yield's not good. One got $1.25 for his youth fleece, the other got $1. 36 i I'm sure you two can better that because you'll both have finer wool than that. I'll start with you, Stu. You're the closest to Southland. Which, Stu? Stu, well, obviously, geographically, Stu Duncan will know it's him. Yeah, I do. Yeah. How are you going, Jamie? Not bad, not bad. So because um, you, what's the micron of what you're sharing compared to the strong crossbred guys who are up in the high 30s?
2: Yeah, so our, our we're two, we've got halfbreds and crossbreds, and our halfbreds are about uh, 24.5 for our ewes and down to about 19.5, 20 for our hoggets. So I think we average about $7.40 greasy for our halfbred wool, and I don't even know, I didn't even look at the crossbred stuff. we are just finished sharing them all now, actually. We share them every nine months. In fact, we put some in to get crutched the other day and turned around there and Leon Samuels, and everyone knows how good a shearer he was, and he thought we were sharing them, so he started sharing them. And <laughs> there's, not, there's not much wool on them then, and there's not, none on them now anyway.
0: So it was that quite nice be.
2: just watching him share the sheep. Well, it there. might
0: be. It mightn't be nice paying for it, Stu. That'll be an expensive mistake.
2: Oh, well, it happens, doesn't it?
0: Well, I'm glad to see that you take things in such a relaxed manner. Okay, Stu, Lowe, what's the micron of your you fleece?
1: Yeah, I'm crossbred, so it's, yeah, it's at mid 30s. So, yeah, I, I'm a bit like Stu, sure, I share every sort of eight months. So, uh, I was sure in November, and it was about $1.90 then, I think, $1.90 odd. And I just saw my lambs, I got $2.10. Yeah, 600 lambs, I think the bull was about two and a half grand and $1,500 for the wool. So, yeah, that's a bit of a loss either, but. Compensatory growth of those lambs; it's um, they put on an extra three kilos at seven dollars a kilo for the meat, so yep. it's, it's well worth doing it for lambs at this time of year. So, so, so
0: effectively, sharing—well, uh, especially lambs, but even even your main share now is for strong crossbred wool growers—has become a management cost, just like drenching, and it's an, an it's an animal welfare issue.
1: Yeah, and, and of course, we all know sheep do sheep are all a lot better off. Especially this time of year, where we have fly issues, and um, yeah, and in the winter and when they're inland, they get cast. So you know, it's it's just part of it. You've just got to keep doing it.
0: Stu, low. Do you share uh, Grant Edwards optimism and positivity? I guess he's got to paint a positive picture, or else he wouldn't bother staying in his job. But is the light at the end of the tunnel? Is China opening up after COVID going to save us? Because we've got a long way to go. Like a dollar thirty for for strong. Strong wool's just a complete waste of time. Gee, in the nineteen eighties, we got five dollars a kilogram for it.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what the answer is, but I, yeah, I'm I'm pleased. There's people like him in the industry that are are positive, and even the local wool buyers in here, I, I take my hat off to them for being when they turn up and 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 look at your wool, and how they remain so positive about it. But I mean, they know it's a great product, but we're just yeah, as it's as farmers, We're not getting rewarded at the moment. I mean. You find the end of it art with Smartwall and, and um, sort of those contracts, which is great, and we all know those 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 products are really good. But tell you, have just got to sort the the stronger end of it out. But yeah, I'm, I'm pleased there's people in the industry that are passionate and, and and see light at the end of the tunnel rather than the the train coming back
0: at us. Yeah, well, to be fair, you, you couldn't accuse Grant Edwards of being anything other than positive and optimistic. So, Stu, Duncan, is the, is the answer, and and I know this is a long-term project, but can we fine up our national youth lease?
2: Um, if you want lamb production at the levels people are striving for, no. Um, but there's lots of... It's hard. I think you find your bigger lambing percentage, especially in the crossbred of Romney Wool, uh, is out of those stronger types, so is the correlation. Um, but you know, it is. A, it, we look at it in our crossbreds it gives us a bulk of a lot of our lambing And your strong, even your stronger halfbreds will have more lambs in your finer edge. So you know, you might you might lose two or three dollars or three or four dollars on a sheep for sharing it there, but you only got to pick up another fifteen or twenty percent lambing or another two or three kilos at seven or eight dollars, and you know you don't seem to get too worried about the the wool price then. But you know, you got it's got to compete against other types on farm, and you know it might be grazing heifers, or it might be bull beef, or it might be in our case, velvetin. Like our wool check was quite good, but we cut two hundred and fifty velvetin stags, and that's a, that's turned over more than our half red, four and a half thousand half reds at twenty four and a half microns. So you know, it's, wool has to compete on its own in our outfit. But if you want lambs, you have got to have ewes. or most of the case, and if you've got ewes, you've got to shear them. So the big danger
0: is Stu Duncan that people might go away from wool and go into trees?
2: Oh, well, I spoke at, a, at the last World Cup with you in Japan. I was over there with a group with uh, Devolt Wool and spoke at a, um, a meeting that we got invited to as wool growers of New Zealand, and my argument to the Japanese is you'll come and pay market price for, for tree land in Hawkes Bay. You'll take 50,000 stockiness out for carbon trade in Japan, but you won't pay market price for wool. And the day you want wool for your futongs over there, it won't be in New Zealand to be on pine trees. And they actually sat up and listened and That's what's going to happen. It's as simple as that. But if you're getting 10 times more profit out of carbon trading than you're out of farming, then we'll just falls away. And the the workers. It's hard to get workers. You get Leon Samuels and these guys in there, and they're absolute amazing sports people and amazing craftsmen. And if you're not bringing them in, we're not going to have shares either. That's the next big thing.
0: And here was I, uh, uh, Stu Duncan, thinking you were in Japan just for a boozy junket. You were actually doing something useful.
2: Well, I was helping the agriculture industry of New Zealand and trying to develop wool yeah. markets. You weren't
0: <laughs> when I ran into you. <laughs> I'd finished. All right, Stu Lo, well-known rugby player. I see your mate Rox. He's a honestly, he's a negative man. He said he's just texted me saying being positive about wool is like being positive about Southland winning a game in the NPC. <laughs> <laughs> Stu,
1: yeah, forever the optimist. Yeah, <laughs> you are. If you're a Southland supporter, I suppose, yeah.
0: As, well I'll finish with you and I'll, um, We've got Super Rugby coming up, the pre-season games are in a couple of weeks time, is this going to be another boring season with the Crusaders winning?
1: I hope so um, but no no <laughs> le- leading into the um, World Cup there's obviously going to be a few spots up for grabs and um, yeah it's a bit sad that some of, I feel that the, some of those players are signed already to go elsewhere and I just hope they, they remain focused for the the job at hand, and you know, Super Rugby first, and then they got a World Cup to hopefully win. But um yeah, time will tell.
0: Okay, Stu Low, thank you very much for your time. Stu Duncan will be like me; he'll be hoping the Highlanders can do the biz. But it's just not a level playing field at the moment, Super Rugby. And and to be honest, I'd think I would. I think I prefer the NPC to Super Rugby.